This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash podcast. Uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you could watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy, standing six foot two. 294 pounds, he's backsliding a little, from Nassau County, Long Island, the South Shore, it's Johnny G, John Gabris, all you gotta do is trust me, Jackson Maine. Also joining me in the High Money Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris, Arthur is my dog, not my son or my brother. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, all the way from Great Neck, is it GNN or GNS? We'll get to it on the pod. It's comedian provocateur, Sarah Squirm. Let her clear her throat. (laughs) (laughs) 101, we play your favorite oldies. Z100. Thanks for tuning in to the Jingle Ball, hosted by Ryan Seacrest. All right, it's me, Elvis Duran, and you're listening <laughs> to the Jingle Ball. <laughs> We've got Everclear coming up right after Everlast and right before <laughs> Clear Last. And afterwards, we will be having the Evanescence reunion. <laughs> uh, what's up, Squirm? You got all your technology sorted out over there? <laughs> For the listeners at home, um, I can't really describe what's... I decided to use my friend's computer who is a gamer. I'm looking at three monitors. And, and none of them are me. I feel like I'm talking to like Terry Shivo. She's just... Hello. Sarah's head is just off facing one specific direction. Is she a Long Island legend or is she just Long Island in spirit? <laughs> Terry Shivo. Doesn't she is seem like a Long Island who had like the feeding tube? She was Long Island in spirit, and that she was. Doesn't she seem like a Long Island, like St. Francis Hospital? Like there was definitely like an oil painting of her there. 
I feel like she has to be from Long Island just because of how much she's in my mind. Like, I I <laughs> all the specifics of my, ch- I'm always like, dude, can you believe how many Italian ice places there are? And people are like, what? And I'm like, oh, I guess my, I'm really relating this to my childhood, which was a little different than other people's. I'm assuming. My Catholic Midwestern boyfriend, I was like, dude, let's go get a water rice. It's like a water ice. Yeah, like a chocolate water ice. It's uh I need a like, chocolate yeah. water. My wife is from Westchester and she thinks my accent's insane. Like when I'm like I just want iced coffee. How fucking hard is it to get an iced coffee at fucking 6 a.m.? Yo, bro, I'm trying to get an iced coffee from the fucking gas station the on gas station. Oh, the fucking sit go on fucking Hempstead Turnpike has the best goddamn cold brew in fucking <laughs> Nassau. It'll clean you right out. Oh. You get, I can't afford a colonic. I'm uninsured, but I'll get a cold brew. I highly recommend you get the Sitco on Hempstead Turnpike's cold <laughs> brew, but you use the Hess on Old Country Road's toilet because they keep it way fucking better over there. Dude, I was laying logs in the toilet last night that were the size of a Hess truck. You kidding me? Put the Hess <laughs> truck in the Hess truck? It's the Hess logs bag. <laughs> Uh, and it's better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this for? <laughs> no one. That's by the way. This I can editors note: pull out Sarah saying "Who is this for?" and just put it at the top of every episode that airs from here on out. <laughs> and the back three hundred. This is honestly for me. If I'm being hundred percent honest, this podcast is for me. It's super self indulgent. I just meet people and go, "Hi, you're very funny. Do you want to talk to me? Can I uh, talk to you about a, a topic I chose on my podcast, please?" And I'm what? And it's for me because I'm laughing. It's for you because. We have this cross generational Strong Island bond. Uh, I haven't been back since 2019. I have not been back since 2019 either. I was supposed to go home for 2020 summer to Montauk, get a fucking oh. hotel for a week. So, but now it's going to be August 2021 when your boy finally gets to Montauk. Dude, you can't go boogie boarding in Montauk because they got bull sharks coming up. To you. They got bull sharks in Montauk. You know I'm up to my about? fucking neck in bull sharks out here at <laughs> Ditch Plains. I got to go down to fucking East Hampton like some sort of fucking Jamoke. <laughs> you dude, I go to Nickerson Beach. I don't go balls deep in Nickerson Beach because I found out they got Man of War Jellyfish. Yeah, you get one of those things on your fucking scrot, you fucked, dude. (laughs) How far away a fucking ambulance is when you're in the fucking Nicholson Beach, bro? Dude, I saw Neil Young and Crazy Horse perform live at Jones Beach Amphitheater. My dad took so much salvia, he didn't remember the whole concert. We And then we got funnel cake on the way out. My favorite fucking, my first concert, my first, like, uh, not just being dragged along with my parents was I saw Soul Asylum in like oh 1994 God. at Jones Beach Amphitheater. Oh my <laughs> I my first concert was Alicia Keys at the Jones Beach Amphitheater. Oh hell yeah! Oh, pretty cool. I saw I saw Love Shack and the B. I saw B fifty two B 52s and Blondie together at jones beach amphitheater and me and my buddy went with these women that we were friends with who happened to be stylists at uh, hairstylists and Amazing. we were the only two straight people in like an entire section and we only had like four gay kids in our high school so we were like we were just instantly flipped into an insane culture we were like <laughs> oh this rules everyone thought we were just a couple and it was eye-opening B-52s are a long island band because that was the first my, my first concert was alicia keys and my first cd was a b52 cd 
It makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, because it's your like car everyone, and seats about twenty. Right. <laughs> everyone dresses like Fran Fine. It's like everyone <laughs> on Long Island is straight, but they look like the nanny. So they like the B fifty twos. Though I went to Filene's basement the other weekend with my uh, with my uh, uh, grandma and. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing it. I my, lac- my lacrosse coach and I went to the Source Mall <laughs> to go to Nordstrom Rack, pick up fucking uh, Wallaby boots, Clocks Wallabies, bringing them back. <laughs> dude, before I, dude, I went to the Walt Whitman Mall and I picked up a couple of um, uh, B-52 CDs from the Sam Goody in there. And let me tell you, fire. Was Walt Whitman your your mall? I... Oh my God. What? I don't remember the names of anything anymore. I got wiped. My, my, my brain got wiped out for the past year. Yeah, no, I know. You have that Roosevelt huge scar. Field. You have that huge <laughs> scar. <laughs> you have that huge perforation line across your temples. I could only imagine what happened there. <laughs> I unscrewed the top of my head and scooped out what was inside of an ice cream scooper. Yeah, all because I saw this movie I hated, and then I accidentally scooped out all my memories of my family and my loved ones. <laughs> but at least I don't remember that stupid-ass movie. Moonlight. <laughs> it's like, whoa! <laughs> uh, yeah, Roosevelt Field Mall was the mall. That was my mall as well. Are you serious? Wait, I'm. Tr- I got my ears pierced at the Claire's there. I got stabbed by a woman <laughs> with a plastic toy knife in the chest, and she said, "Didn't your mother ever teach you not to stare?" Because oh. I was like, "Look, I was like 14, and she was like a 20 year old like Jenny McCarthy archetype, and I just was like mesmerized as a kid. She had like a white." Uh, uh, what are we calling these now? Wife eaters. That's oh, the, uh, <laughs> okay. We call them the a- white uh, domestic emotional terrorists, <laughs> right? <laughs> she had like one of those on, and like it, it was, and I was mesmerized. And she came walking over to me, and I just stood there like a little dude with fucking erection in my fucking rusty <laughs> corduroy shorts. And she comes over with this plastic, big ass like Friday the Thirteenth toy knife. And just pokes me in the chest with it like four times. It's like, did your mother teach you to shit? And so now I'm like a fucking peeping Tom and I have major issues. Like I can't get off unless I'm watching someone from a distance. All and, That's all her fault. And it's all her fault. And it was, you know what? And I'm not saying she was asking for it, but I'm just guessing that she was wearing a tank top that said BB. Remember the BB <laughs> with the rhinestones stretched across her rock hard tits? <laughs> it was like, oh yeah. It was the generation of like, wearing a red or black bra underneath like a skin tight white t-shirt and just being like oh. uh, absolutely killing a four i mean now in Did 2021 it draw blood? <laughs> yeah. in my pants <laughs> no no i did not but i was rattled i was truly rattled and now i have a thing for older women stabbing me in the chest I mean, you kids can get mad. You know what? This is why I don't have kids. They're going to get messed up from literally anything. You're traumatized <laughs> for the rest of your life because you were let loose in public. Yeah. Well, because I was at the mall every weekend from like 12 <laughs> through 16, just five out, five, killing five hours with $18 in my pocket. <laughs> like, $18 to get you breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Annie Ann's. You know what I'm talking about? Dude, it would be like bourbon chicken samples. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if. If it was with girls, there would be no movie. But if there was, <laughs> like, if it was dudes, maybe we can talk about watch going to see a movie for like two hours. But frequently, it was just like buy one, 
buy one CD, spend two and a half hours picking out one CD at Sam Goody and blowing all the money you brought to be like, I got Offspring Smash. <laughs> I just remembered my mom wouldn't let me go in the Hot Topic at the Roosevelt Field Mall because she, I think she thought it was like a kinky sex store. And she, I, I have a memory of my fucking Long Island Jew mother saying, you know, there should be a sign outside a Hot Topic that says you're not allowed to go inside and you're under 21 years old. <laughs> I'm like, I want an Invader Zim shirt. I don't want a harness and a strap on. That's so fucking funny. Also because of who you ended up being. (laughs) Maybe she should have let you go in Hot Topic. You'd be like a CPA somewhere. They always go like, how did you like get so gross and twisted? And I'm like, literally, my parents used to play this prank on me where like, they're like, during the summer, there would be like a slug infestation in our backyard. They would just be like crawling through the dirt. And one time I stepped on a slug barefoot and it got in between my toes and it was like traumatized. And ever since then, I had a phobia of slugs. And so my parents thought it would be funny to like put slugs in like like little Tupperware and like hide it in my room. Jesus. I know. And then they always go, why do you make everything so gross? Can't you grow up? Why does everything have to have poop and diarrhea in it? I'm like, because <laughs> it's fucking you. You guys were sickos. Batman, he fell in that well with the bats and that fucked him up where he like, you got stepped on a slug and you were like, I will become the squirm. I will defeat. No slug will ever strike fear in my heart again for I will be the squirm. I am the one who squirms. With great squirm comes great responsibility. Stupid. I feel like there's if you come from Long Island, it's such a traumatizing place to grow up (laughs) that you either evolve the way you did, which is fully the full embrace (laughs) and the the reclamation of the of the strong island, or you run away from it as far and as fast as you can and become unrecognizable to the family and friends you grew up with. Or yeah, or it sucks you in and you (laughs) never and you uh, hang out with the people you went to high school with for the rest of your life. And then like go and that's a majority of my high school. (laughs) (laughs) They're all still on Long Island being like, bro, I can't believe you never come back to the island. Yo, bro, seriously, we're going to do it. I can't believe you're not coming back to uh, we're doing Halloween at the firehouse this year. If you want to come through. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. Oh my, Dude, the amount of times I've gotten fucked up at a firehouse with volunteer firefighters who were also like moonlighting as lifeguards is they would show up. All the Long Island firefighters are high on weed. I've definitely gotten underage drunk at multiple firehouses. I've gotten (laughs) underage drunk at multiple Merchant Marine Academies. (laughs) (laughs) These are some fucking coming up on Long Island. I mean, here's a question that sometimes rattles other people. Uh, Were you part of like the... Because Long Island has like... It's very... uh, it's very one way, but it's yeah, super it's either Jewish or not. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's either Jewish or white Gentile or, uh, uh, you know, other ethnicities. It's like, right, those are right, the right. pockets. And based on like, at least from a white family's perspective, it's like the Jews live over there. The blacks live over here. And there's, <laughs> yeah. and there's uh, Puerto Ricans live over here. I mean, it wasn't and the until Jews I- and the Italians. <laughs> we can't tell them apart. We're not going to try. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, it's my, the fucking dynamic. It's such a weird, it's like a, it's more like a tossed salad than anything else. It's like, here's where all the tomatoes ended up. Here's where all the cucumbers ended up. Here's where all the blank ended up. And it, but 
there's still like an energy that no matter where you're from or what your culture is, like Long Island is like as powerful as like, like, you know, like the Haitian family that grew up around the block for me, that dude, Felipe, their son is like, as sounds like me. Right, right. We just that that weird Long Island will just turn you into a Long Islander, no matter what you come into it as. (laughs) The nicest thing anyone has ever said to me was that I think it was like a professor in college, not to brag. A professor in college was like, "Oh, where are you from?" I was like, "Oh, I never say I'm from New York. I say I'm from Long Island." I don't know why. And I was like, oh, I'm from Long Island. And he goes, oh, you mean you're from real New York? And I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I say I, fucking respect. I say long. I've been saying Long Island since like, you know, it's my 51st state. I and also Long Island sounds even more like that's like I like when. If you're from New York City, no one ever says I'm from New York. You say I'm from the city, I'm from Brooklyn, right, I'm right. from because you want that cred because New York can mean Buffalo or Rochester or right, right. Mastic or you know whatever, <laughs> Belmore, any fucking <laughs> shit old town you could say is New York. Binghamton, that's all New York. It's not the same. It doesn't hit the same as Chelsea, Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm from the Empire State. Ever heard of it? Yeah. Good luck. Good luck finding it on a map. Also, if you're like from New York City, it's like you're tw- you're like probably a twisted individual. Uh, Dude, like you know what I mean? It's like it's like uh, if you're not regular, you're like the richest person who ever lived. You know? What yeah, I, mean? I found a lot of the city people I uh, people I raised in the city that I would meet later on in life were either from like a weirdly wealthy stature that like. They their functioning part of society didn't work for them in that they were like, yeah, I don't like my city experience is not like anything anyone else has done the city. Then I have some other city friends that are more like middle class and they're like, it's fucking place. I just want a fucking yard. I need to get the fuck out of the city. But then there are like the the other level, the other type of city kids who are like they managed, but they have that weird thing of like, I've been a mature adult since I was 11. Dude, like uh, growing up on Long Island, it's like, you know, it was just it it was a suburban experience, even though I like kind of grew up on the border of Queens a little bit. So I can't, you know, I can, you know, a little bit. It's like I didn't only know white people growing up. You know what I mean? I grew up sort of near Queens. So I had like a cool experience growing up. But like all my city friends who take like the 819 LIRR from Great Neck Station into Penn Station, uh, go with my city friends to Sushi Samba when we were 16 years old, get taken into a back room where we would do sake bomb because they didn't card at Sushi Samba. <laughs> yeah, you're talking to a guy who got drunk with cops and firefighters at bars at Van... Uh, I can't even... I wish I could remember the name of the bar because eventually I would move to the city and be like, this is the bar we were coming to. Like, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And it was like a Murray Hill bar now that I'm like... <laughs> like <laughs> Literally, okay, 16 years old. I'm like, I want to try stand-up. I go... I take the... The 419 or whatever. What what it, what's what train line did you grow up on? Um uh, uh I'm on the Babylon line. The okay, South I was yeah. on the uh I was on the Plandome Road oh. to a Washington line. <laughs> the Port Wash, baby. The Port Wash, not to brag. This Port this train and this train ends at uh, Sands Point, not to brag. <laughs> oh. uh, they had North Shore Animal Leagues in Port Washington, which is its claim to fame because all the Gabrus family dogs have come from uh, North Shore Animal League. And how are they? They've all, all various <laughs> levels of fucking twist. I mean, all of them, save one, is dead, obviously. <laughs> and God bless, because Long Island has the highest rates of, uh, what is it, uh, like Dog heart suicide? disease? <laughs> 
it's something in the water. <laughs> the dogs, the dogs eat too many bagels. And they're like, "Fuck it, I'm killing myself." Dude. The dogs are owned by too many cops. They're like, "I gotta get out of here. This is not right." Do- I'm get yeah, into a cop dogs dog. who don't get to become canine cops, <laughs> they just f- fall apart on Long Island because all that matters is becoming a Suffolk County cop. So you can make two hundred and fifty grand a year bothering uh, Latinx people, calling them MS thirteen. <laughs> In the city, and then you like get to take the, and then you drive back to your home, not where you enforce the law. Oh yeah, well those are, those people are even like the Nass, the city cops who live in Nassau County who are like go in there. It's like I go to my gated community in fucking Hewlett, and then go into the city and like go Be into Bronx terrorist. projects and like scream in English at people who don't speak English to listen to me. Horrible people, horrible, terrifying. Does well, this mean anything to you? Stand up. My first time. I'm 16. I'm wearing oh. a bow tie. <laughs> this does. This okay. means a lot to me. Sorry. So you're a sushi samba. Oh, a sushi samba. Bear with me. I do my first stand-up set at 16 years old at the Hog Pit NYC. Oh shit! <laughs> does this is that ring any bells for you? That does not. I did my first quote-unquote performance of reading some jokes very poorly at a coffee shop on Merrick Road with oh. a friend in like. 2000 like 1999 what was the what was the like goth halloween themed coffee shop that was like all the like uh scenester kids would hang out at oh shit no i didn't know this one i wish mm-hmm. i did because those were the type of girls i wanted to talk to in well, that's why you were hanging you would that's why I was on makeoutclub.com looking <laughs> <laughs> Like, this girl has uh, an intense haircut. I'm falling in love with her. (laughs) I wasn't allowed to um, go on the computer and go on uh, Instant Messenger for a year because we had a webcam incident at my school where all all the... So you brought this up earlier. Are you GNS or are you GNN? And for the listeners at home, there's Great Neck North and there's Great Neck South. Great Neck North is where a lot of rich kids went. Great Neck South is where also rich kids went, but they were a little less rich. And Great Neck South is where John Taffer went to high school. The king himself. Bar the rescue. king himself. <laughs> Andy Kaufman lived in Great Neck North, but we got we got a legend John Taffer ourselves. And there was an incident where the girls from Great Neck South got naked on webcam for the popular boys at Great Neck North. And the two high schools had to have in, uh, we had to have assemblies where we talked about uh, proper webcam etiquette and how we're not allowed to get naked Dude, for each other. The, the amount of assemblies, you, like the whole school had to have based on like three sickos from your school doing <laughs> one thing. And I'm not faulting kids for the sexuality stuff, but one of the things that happened in my school was uh, they were playing Plainview in Plainview JFK in, in volleyball. And someone from my high school made a sign that said Plainview JFK. <laughs> As like a sign, it's like it wasn't like JFK, a famous Catholic, mind yeah, you. famous Catholic, but the school, I guess, has a high hit, uh, high Jewish population, and so we had to have an assembly. It's like this was just one kid, and I don't even think he thought what he was doing was anti-Semitic. I think he it was just like this like is the nickname for the high school. Yeah. <laughs> and was, we had to have an assembly um, because there was a thong epidemic in my high school. <laughs> Because all the girls were wearing low-rise sweatpants with Going the thongs. Going full whale tail. Whale yeah. tail. And we had to have an assembly about how it was inappropriate. That shit was just starting when I was in high school. Uh, like I feel like uh, w- you started seeing girls visible bras. I was talking about like the colored bras through shirts. Uh-huh, and then like uh-huh, uh-huh. uh like 
specifically wearing pants and sitting forward in class so that your underwear showed like that shit started popping off in like 99 2000 but i feel like it got high school got even better or worse depending on your perspective of who you are <laughs> i guess i can't i mean imagine being in, i mean now i sound what am i is on a hundred yeah imagine being in high school now where everyone's like on the internet like i would literally commit full murder suicide if i, I was in i would be today. i wouldn't i would have been canceled before i graduated <laughs> high school like i truly i it, it would have been like you can't become a comedian and a podcaster because you're the kid who jerked off for what you thought was a female <laughs> porn star when you were 16 years old but it was the bully of yours in high school and now everyone has watched you fucking jerk off on camera and you're fucked for life like that right thank god i mean that probably would have had like <laughs> that did happen to me but i was 25 so i was more comfortable with myself <laughs> i mean imagine you had like snapchat at the same time you found out about meat spin you know what i mean no it would have been <laughs> these buzzwords when someone's unearthed this uh, episode 20 years from now they're like what is meat spin well don't google it <laughs> or do google it depending on your taste i mean at this point it's like there's so much worse stuff to look at there is it's so funny that like that shit doesn't even work anymore of like the, uh, Oh, you want to check out a cool URL? Go to sarasquirm.net. And you're like, <laughs> Oh, what is this? You're like, got you. You looking at something fucked up. And it's like, now life is so much more fucked up than ever right. before. It doesn't even matter. Someone's like, please let me look at three old men sucking each other off. Uh, like I'll kill for a lemon party over the <laughs> anti-vax fucking protest happening outside my window. Right, like you could grow up watch. We grew up watching Lemon Party, and now kids are growing up watching ISIS beheading videos or whatever. Meanwhile, it's these days. Time, by the way, <laughs> I'm holding my headphone jack into the port. <laughs> we have to talk about again. Just your setup. You you do the Gino podcast all the time. It's your first time doing uh, first time doing High and Mighty. The audio matters less on this one, but you're like, I got you. I'm setting up a good mic. <laughs> And then I, I I turn it on and you're like facing in a different direction. You're like a head in a jar. And it's just so funny because you're like, and if you, I was like, well, click on this, this. You're like, if honestly, if I told you what I was looking, I could, you said, I couldn't even articulate to you what I'm looking at in here. No, you don't have to fix your head now. I feel guilty now. Sarah's no, I'm standing literally up. trying. <laughs> I'm literally trying to orient my body in a way that makes the, every time I interrupt you, it's because the headphone jack isn't working. So it's not because I'm rude. It's because I'm not holding in the headphone jack properly. And for the listeners at home, I'm looking at four monitors because, again, I am using a gaming PC, mind you. And I'm looking at a Discord chat that is not to brag. I do have an art student and I'm using my, my studio mate's computer. And right now I'm looking at his Discord chat about, chat about when him and a bunch of teenagers are going to play Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> something i don't understand yeah there's someone here named uncle gabris 69 inviting everyone over <laughs> for snacks <laughs> to play Overwatch. And, uh, i'll be a medic <laughs> for the listeners at home yeah his name in the zoom chat is gay bris <laughs> <laughs> i mean i had to talk about long island i had to fucking harness that name for power because i was called oh. gay, i was called gay boy by my mm -hmm. high school football coach, who was also a history teacher. So, and I played football for four years, called me, I was called gay boy all through high school by teachers. <laughs> and, and I was not, I'm not, I, I'm never was really even homophobic, but it was like the nineties and being called gay was like, I was like, I'm, 
I understand my difficulties with women, but I am not gay. Like I fought it so much that eventually I was just like, fuck it. I'm fine. I'm gay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, I, my, the, my boyfriend, I've been dating him for eight years. He's a Midwestern Catholic angel sent from heaven. Hell he yeah. He doesn't understand why I'm so mean. I'm like, you don't, under-, he's like, why are you unreasonably cruel to strangers and everyone around you? And I'm like, the, the grownups who raised me as a child were, Basically, we're basically the most brutal, cruel Jews. I have our we had a gym coach who uh on Fridays he called them casual Fridays. We didn't have to get dressed in our gym uniforms or anything, and we got to wear jeans uh because uh we would sit in the gym and he would show us blueprints for the new house he's building because his wife, his bitch wife left him. And now he, he gets all the high schoolers to sit in a circle around him in jeans and give him advice about, well, I'm trying to put a new bathroom out in the north side of my house because my bitch wife is leaving. So I got to build a new house out in uh, Hillhurst. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Dude, It's you're describing something that's so real. I was trying to describe to someone, I was like, from my childhood on, I had like the sense of humor of like a union break room <laughs> at like a construction site. Like that was like the level of humor that people were doing to me and I was doing to other people from like six years old on. At like six years old, I was saying raunchy ass, racially charged fucking yes. jokes to like <laughs> to my family who are fucking loving it. Yes. <laughs> and like- talking to me like Look at this piece of fucking garbage walking down the fucking street. Jonathan, don't you ever turn out like a fucking piece of shit like this motherfucker here. Hey, how's it going, Mike? What the fuck? It's like ball busting as a form of like of affection is it really cannot be underestimated. Just like I wiped your ass for 25 fucking years, you piece of shit. I spent $30,000 of your college education wiping your dumb little fucking ass, looking like a wet rat with that stupid fucking haircut, you piece of shit i fucking love you you're my fucking daughter you're my fucking daughter <laughs> i'll fucking kill for you i have before and i will again uh okay no no one has to do that pop uh i feel so at home talking about this but i feel like things are moving away from that culturally a little bit where my energy i'm frequently like oh yeah all right yeah that's a fucking sick idea and someone's like hey man I'm like my wife's like i don't think everyone kind of knows like that like you know like don't talk to my work friends the way you talk to right. like <laughs> when i met my boyfriend's parents like i i didn't even realize how much i was like cursing i get like <laughs> You know, because I did, you know, like, this fucking motherfucker, you know, whatever. I didn't even realize it until he was kind of, like, nudging me when I first met them. And I'll never forget. This doesn't even sound real. This sounds made up. But I swear on my life, my little brother, I have a brother who's, like, five years younger than me. And when my brother was, like, t- I don't know, like he was a little kid, he told me that he was, like, I thought, um, dad said the word pussy so much, I thought it was a vegetable. <laughs> Come on, like at Yankee games, like, come on, Queen Omar, Queen is you, girl, you fucking pussy. <laughs> Let's knock that out of the park. I, uh, your fa- my dad was a Yankees fan, too. Mariano Rivera, Johnny, one of the best fucking closers in the fucking <laughs> game. You know, he comes from nothing. These Dominican guys, they come from nothing, and they come to this country, and they fucking dominate a sport. <laughs> it's like, Dude. they're like, I'm like, I 
I feel like I don't want you to tell this story at work, Dad. But <laughs> like, like, you know, it's like I think you mean well here, but just don't ever tell this story in front of anyone. <laughs> yeah, we don't endorse this. This isn't good. I've tried to change these people. It's not working. Okay, no, it has not. It has not worked. That is anyone from Long Island is they sh- they cannot be rehabilitated. They need to stay. It's on an island, and the bridge should be closed. The tunnel it should, should be, be blown closed. up. So <laughs> blow the fucking. Belt Parkway. <laughs> Keep them on. Make, turn it into abolish prisons, but turn Long Island into an escape from New York prison island. With some of the most beautiful see- beaches on the East Coast. Go down to Robert Moses Prison Field 5. Get a fucking surf in. The, Go to the my, pencil. My dad. You know what it is? It's it's. I think that everyone has... Um, I think everyone on Long Island has a poor sense of judgment because they all... Only read the New York Post. <laughs> we were at we were at da- uh, Newsday House too. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Long well, Island News. And that might that's probably gone. That's probably now just like copaganda. <laughs> <That's> right. <people. laughs> I'll never forget like all the like during the like Anthony Weiner situation. Just like the cover of like every like New York Post headline would be like the stocks are going down, just like a, a hooker's tights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're always super, super misogynistically charged. Like this dumb cunt fucked it up again. It's like Jesus, New York Post. How can you post this? It's literally Sunday morning. Look at this dumpy cunt doing it again. Whoa, that's Hillary Clinton. You sick. I literally, I will go back into the New York Post archives and like just read. I'll never forget this one. I this was from like the seventies or something. It was. Headless body found in a topless bar. <laughs> some like serial killer chopped off someone's head at a strip club. But they just love the uh, the pun of like the uh, the irony of topless bar uh, is now newest home to headless body. Yeah, perfect, great. That's that's and honey, that's the news. And that's life here on Long Island. Oh, it's giving me the feels, F-E-A-L-S, as in premium CBD that you can have delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, I'm a feels head. You've heard me talk about it here before. A few drops of feels under your tongue, you could feel the difference within minutes. It naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I put, uh, I have CBD in the morning with my coffee, not in my coffee, but a little couple of drops under the tongue. Uh, went while I'm making my coffee, and then before bed, I'll have a mixture of uh, tincture. But also, I enjoy a lot feels big dose of CBD before bed to help me unwind without any of the psychoactive effects or hangover or addiction. Uh, so for me, it really helps uh, with going to sleep at night. Makes me feel better. So uh, it's. If you're not sure like what even CBD does or how to use it or how to best utilize, how to get help, the most help from it, Feels offers a CBD hotline because you're joining a monthly membership. So it makes your self-care easy, save money on every order, you pause or cancel. You have someone you can call to ask questions about. Uh, and if you want to start feeling better with Feels, become a member today by going to feels.com slash mighty. Uh, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash mighty. To become a member, get 50% off, automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels dot com slash mighty. Half off and free shipping. Dang.
you you just we we've briefly touched on it, but this is something that seems like very topical now because Long Island is in New York State. It's not far from New York City, one of the most progressive, maybe one of the biggest international cities ever. And yet Long Island is, and especially the further you go away from the city, it gets redder and redder to the point where in like Suffolk County voted more for Trump than like any other county. And that's that's just, it's so insane because what brings that... It's truly, and I can't explain it, but something that I've been talking about with other Long Island people is like, there's this cop worship because it's like the blue collar ideal job. Mm -hmm. And Long Island is full of people who are blue collar or who have been cosplaying as blue collar for 40 years. Because like Like, being a cop is even blue collar. Like you're making a shit ton of money. No. And you have to go to college for it. It's not like a fucking, like, you know, you you have to have some means to get there. And, but like, Especially in Suffolk County, they started like I remember my every single kid I knew, their parents, every one of us like dead end kids in like seventeen and eighteen, everyone's parents are like, you might want to get take take the cop test, just put your get your name in the list, <laughs> put, put take the firefighters test, take the cop test, not the city cop test. I don't want you going to the city with all those animals. You gotta <laughs> do the Suffolk County cop test. They pay the best. They're like the highest paid police force in America. It's so, and then it's like, you're getting all the like Suffolk County and Nassau County cops. And then like we were saying before, you're getting all the New York City cops living on Long Island. Yes. And then, you know, cops are just like incestuous. So like fa- like entire fa- generations of families will become cops. And, and also then- like, then they're lauded within the family. If you have an uncle that's a cop, that uncle that's a cop got you a PBA card that got you out of a ticket. So you like worship that uncle. All cops aren't that bad. And so it's like, yeah. it just keeps pulling out like that. And there's like this, you're right. It it is like whatever the you know lower middle class white like getting a f- basketball contract you know what I mean like brings right. you out it's like dude I, I'm a cop now and things have changed and it's like I want to be a cop Every, pe- and people who aren't how many people do you know from your I'm sorry I'm all over the place but how many no, people no, do you no. know from from your high school or from Long Island that are like you know, like failed out of the cop test like three different times and is now like, I'm a security guard with my gun license in in the meantime until I can be, I had a friend who was like a racist kind of like meathead guy, like become a cop, become a cop. And then it's like, Oh, that makes, and he's, he's like, guess who else is a cop? And when he listed the other people that were cops, I was like, I'm, I realized in the middle of that I had to like change the story because I think that the dude listened. So I was just like, <laughs> so many racist people I know became cops and now they're all listening. <laughs> and they, and they did, you know what? And they should be because guess what? You guys got to, hey, you all the cops listening, you guys got to stop with this stuff. We need a new situation going on. You yeah, guys, just fucking. You guys saw 9 11 happen. You went insane. You guys got obsessed with it. I, I, and I understand. It was fucking brutal. And Long Island people, I knew people on Long Island who never even been to the city before 9-11 who are like how dare they do this to us it's like bro you've never been in downtown manhattan dude but i smelled the smoke that was the 
thing I'll never forget. The clouds and the smog traveled to the island. I saw it. I was there. I was there. I was practically there in the second tower. Everyone's a fucking Long Island ran as easy pretending. (laughs) (laughs) Though I'll never forget the New York Times cover the next day was an American flag and we all cut out the first page of the New York Times the next day and we all hung it up in the windows. The next day you're driving around Long Island, you see the American flags from the cover of the New York Times lining the blocks. <laughs> That's awesome. I also think that, well, I mean, there's like, okay, I think Long Island's really Republican and racist because of like all the, the cop phenomenon. And then we also have a bunch of rich people. And then also like- Pretty much I, OG redlining town. Oh, too. yes. Yes. And like I grew up in like heavy Zionist, Jewish um, Long Island. So they're like, dude, yo, bro, I mean, we hate Trump. He's horrible. He's terrible. But he loves Israel. It's like, what kind of whiplash? (laughs) What kind of... What kind of bargaining are you doing with yourself? It is funny because like you learn about like Levittown and in school and it's like it's a place where all the soldiers were able to move after the war and it was like established as a and then you hear about it, it's like and black people were not given any loans. It's like okay, okay. That part was left out of the Levittown history of like right. Yeah, oh okay, yeah, that makes sense why there's this ta- we have this island that is off the city, yet it's still so pocketed in like it's so uh it's diverse but not no town is diverse <laughs> it's right. like it goes oh, like you drive from a white town to a spanish town to a jewish town to an irish town to it like it's just like they people just stayed there <laughs> it's so segregated because and then like all the like fa- all of your like i am in trouble with my family because like i'm the only person to, like m- you know g- first of all you leave Long Island. That's like I'm, you're betraying your mother. You're betraying your father. You're betraying your ram, grandmother, whatever. I moved out of New York. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm the, the shame I bring on my family. I'm the first and only person in my family for like, I don't know how many generations to like, I'm, I've moved the furthest away. And that was true when I moved to Brooklyn. when i moved to brooklyn my whole family was like i can't believe it we'll never see the guy again (laughs) i moved to los angeles and i saw i see them as much (laughs) (laughs) yeah right i think because jews on long island it's like it's known that when they reach 70 years of age they will move to boca so there is a spirit of travel but i i pushed it there and the jewish stereotypes for the older generations too like you're talking about the boca house and stuff those seem to and I'm wading into dangerous territory as an atheist (laughs) boy here, but what else do I know? Uh, But I found like frequently on Long Island too the sort of Jewish stereotypes to be aspirational for the goys too. Absolutely. Like my mom used to talk about Jewish people like they were the X-Men. Like, you know what (laughs) I mean? Like it was definitely... It's hard to call it anti-Semitic because it was so pro. pro. It's so, but it was so pro-Semitic that it was like weirdly offensive again. (laughs) Where it was like the Jews are very smart with this kind of stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, oh no, no, no. It's like we should be more like the, like your friend the Kriegers. We should be more like them. The the Colsteins. We got to be more like the the Colsteins because you got to marry into the Krieger family because because you know Alexa Krieger, she's a dermatologist (laughs) out in in Fort Washington. (laughs) This is the most. Father runs a very respectable uh, real estate business on a little neck, and he flips condos. That's that's part of it too. You're 
just in that, because I was about to say, it's a huge Long Island cultural thing to be like, my mom's friend got me my car. My mom's friend got me my first job. My dad's <laughs> friend got me uh, out of this ticket. My dad, my uncle's friend got me this apartment. Like, it's so many connections. And I think it's because Long Island, like, pretends to be a small town. Like, it prides itself on the small right. town energy. So it is the kind of shit you're saying, like, everybody knows everybody's business. Jonathan, guess, guess what? Didn't you go to school with this one? Yeah. Well, they died. <laughs> yeah, Holy right, shit. Right. How? Overdose. Got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they're 39. I haven't seen them since I was 11. <laughs> like, I definitely, right. de- I have not heard that name until you told me that they are dead. <laughs> right. I am realizing now with my adult brain reflecting on my childhood, it's like, oh, like Jenny's dad uh, suddenly died in a bathtub on at noon <laughs> on a Sunday while her parents were conveniently out of town and the grandparents were in construction and dad was in construction. All of a sudden, I'm like, a perfectly healthy guy all of a sudden falls down in a shower between construction jobs. Yeah. Like, hello. So much shit like that. I, I unpacked so much shit like as an adult where I was like, Oh yeah, those that was like marijuana ash in the toilet. Oh yeah, yeah. they were doing coke at that party. Like right. I, I have, a, I now remember a visual of seeing my dad do cocaine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize all my dad's friends were in the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's friend, my mom's side of the family is all old school Italian, uh, and like my mom is like third generation. So like that whole side of the family is like all union jobs in and around Manhattan in the most like God and, bless. And I'm going to do something that my pop up used to do at dinner when he would, he'd go. Oh my God. Did you I just lose t- you? I think I'm frozen or you're frozen. We're all frozen. He's frozen. He's frozen. Wait, you're unfrozen. I'm back, baby. I'm back now. You said old school Italian. Are you still? Fr- uh- oh yeah. Yeah. So my dad, my dad's side, my mom's side of the family is old school Italian. And we used to do this thing where my grandpa would hold his nose like this whenever he talked about someone that was in the family or connected. He's like, well, Bruno got me the job as the union elevator operator. You know, well, Bruno's got friends down there, <laughs> you know, like, and I would, and I never put it together what they were talking about, but it was like my, my dad, when he wanted to marry my mom had like waist length hair and was a high school dropout. And my dad's, my mom's dad, Jimmy V said, do Cut your hair, get a GED, I'll get you a union job, then you could propose to my daughter. And my dad did all of that. And it's like in the most mafia Italian, like gave my dad a fucking union job as a stagehand in New York City. And immediately my, that my dad had a career for life. Just an absolute God deadbeat, was. just wanting to get married. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and my so mom. Oh, go. No, 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 go. No, 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 you go, you go, you go, you go. I was gonna say my mom's a GED teacher. My mom. Is she teaches, really? Yeah, she teaches. Uh, she worked in the basement of the Marriott Hotel. The the what's it called? God, wait. The LaGuardia Airport Marriott Hotel. She worked in the basement yeah. running a GED program. Half the day you go to school learning how to do the GED. Half the day it's vocational training. You learn how to get a job at a hotel. That's Long Island for you. Get your GED and you're chilling. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and uh it it is that energy on like don't you feel like 
50% of the people you know from the island are like doing some job that is scam adjacent or is earning money in something that is like the amount of people in my family that are like, well, I can't actually have a photo. I can't have a picture of me working. (laughs) I'm collecting (laughs) disability from the city from stepping in a pothole eight years ago or whatever. Like the amount of my people in my family were like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't post that video of me dancing. I'm supposed to be in a wheelchair according to Nassau County Health Department. The the amount of my friends where I'm like, okay, like, but what kind of lawyer is your dad? And they're like, wow. I definitely have a bunch of <laughs> I work in computers. Where? Out in Farmingdale. And how much you make a year? He's like four hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> it's like, what? How are you making four hundred grand a year working in computers and you not explaining anymore? <laughs> oh, your dad spends six months out of the year in Bali? Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, no problem. The amount of my yeah, okay, looking yeah, you're back, <laughs> the amount of my classmates whose dads fully had second families. <laughs> yeah, it's such a fucking weird. It's such a fucking weird town full of everyone thinking they're pulling a fucking heist of the century. Wait, did I just cut uh, out? God damn it! Okay. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> again yes okay sorry I'm, again i'm holding the headphone jack into the thing <laughs> i'm just, and i told you know this already that i used to take the lirr uh to ucb to watch ASCAT. oh uh, shit i think we yeah, talked about this yeah yeah yeah, Off, yeah to see shining star john gabrus and ASCAT. Uh, you got a long island son himself doing ASCAT. Okay. Uh, that is that's so rad to hear because I used to ride the Long Island Railroad to take my level one improv class. And I, uh, um, you know, I guess like, I guess he's the Voldemort. I can't really say his name, but you know, never forget. You could bleep, bleep this out. Aaron Glazer would take the LIRR train to come to my house in Long Island to teach a bunch of high school kids improv. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> no yeah. fucking way! <laughs> Holy shit, bullet dodged, hopefully. <laughs> we, you know, we would have, there was an adult man who would do improv in Manhattan would take a train to Long Island to teach a bunch of high school girls how to do improv and didn't want to be paid and we never thought anything of it. And then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. The more you know. I had no idea about that detail. Oh, oh man. I, I never told you that. Is that no, that's such a fucking land. It's like, that's like you were in the capturing the Freedmen's. Dude, capturing the fleet capturing the Freedmen's on Steamboat Road. I know. But another fuck dude, the shit that Long Island like that pierces pop culture from Long Island is so funny. It's like Joey Buttafuco. <laughs> Famous pedophiles. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, major pedophiles. Billy major, Joel. Billy Joel. Alcoholics. Yeah, legendary alcoholic. Legendary guy who drives uh, around <laughs> the Hamptons blackout drunk into the swimming pool. I think we used to do, a, I think we did a bit on Gino where he talked about how, like, there's a bar in the Hamptons that has an upside down Mercedes with the tires going out front, <laughs> and that's Billy Joel's parking spot. <laughs> oh, my. Just fully I running. Was tra- I was trying to think. I'm like, oh my God, do I have therapy today? 
My therapist is like calling me as if I have my therapy appointment right now. Uh oh. <laughs> tell her you already got it. You already oh, unpacking all your it. Long Island shit. I'm exercising me my demons as we friggin' speak right now. <laughs> I was I was this a is this a Gino Lombardo joke or is it because whenever I'm like writing stand up, I'm like oh, the only thing that's funny is Long Island people to me, <laughs> and I'm like I can't remember. Gino is so real to me that I can't remember if it was so if I'm thinking of something like someone I know from Long Island said or if I'm thinking of something that Gino Lombardo said. Well if Gino Lombardo said it is a good chance he got it from someone saying it on Long Island too. In my head I have a very clear voice of someone from Long Island saying my brother's mother's rabbi's son's pharmacist's brother's sister's daughter's in-laws and then that's that for 5 minutes. <laughs> I mean that that is a Gino thing I think because it's an actual Long Island thing. Right. And we uh I know it has a, probably a more apt name but we used to call that Jewish geography on Long Island where you'd be like, "Oh, you're from Great Neck North? What year did you graduate?" Do you know? And then just rattle off and then you go, "Oh yeah, I went to I went to camp with that. Oh yeah, I went to da, 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 and you just keep and you yeah. and you don't you don't have to have a real conversation, you just fire off how you two are connected and then you're like, Great meeting you. See you around. <laughs> All of a sudden, like at the end of it, it's Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, oh, yeah, my cousin used to do <laughs> tile work in the bathroom of Napoli Pizza on the weekends when uh, when Robbie's daughter-in-law's plumber's sister's friend's husband's rabbi. And then all of a sudden, we're at Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> So they used to go on this plane, right? Pop in here to the airport down by the cemetery, the Farmingdale Airport, pick up a couple of rich people and go to this temple, <laughs> this island temple. I don't know what they're doing down there, but they got Dershowitz and... Dude, the Dersh. Billy Island Gates legend. getting in some hot water with Melinda. <laughs> Yo, bro. In the article, it says something to the effect of like, and Melinda's always had a little bit of an issue with his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein, considering it started after Epstein was convicted of sex crimes. Eight years ago. And people are like, she's just out there going like, yeah, Bill's still friends with this motherfucker. Now he won't unpack the patent. Like, he's out. Let's say he's toast. She knew, meanwhile. Come on. For fuck's sake, of course. These people, these freaking people. Well, oh, wait, you, were you going to tell me that Ralph's Italian Ice is a front for something? I always thought it was because it never did enough business and it was so seasonal, but there was like three in every town. <laughs> like, I just right. don't understand how they were paying rent and making, because if you did 10 a day, which I don't think half of these places did. That's still only processing like twenty dollars. <laughs> like, right, and some of them you get the small like junior squeeze yeah, cup it's like, size. Yeah, it's like a fucking uh, dentist Listerine cup with one fucking teaspoon of Italian of of yellow water in it called <laughs> lemon, and it's like eighty cents. And you and three friends go in there and take forty minutes to buy it. See no other business whatsoever, and then that place is open year round. And there's Louis. Luigi's, there's Mario's, there's Tony's, there's Vinny's. There's like, <laughs> it's gotta be some sort of insurance scam or some fucking. Scam. I can't think of any restaurant on Long Island that isn't a front for some heinous crime. Do you have? Here's a good question for you. Do you have a Long Island restaurant that you? My wife is just shutting the door. It's like, all right, now he's screaming about Butera's on Sunrise Highway. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite Long Island restaurant that like? 
when you finally do get to go back east, you're going to make sure you hit up? So to everybody listening right now, we need to be supporting Napoli Pizza on Northern Boulevard. It is where I was raised. The pizza's not good. There's too much powerful oregano for some reason to make up for whatever is wrong with the other ingredients. And it is run by the love of my life, a man named Coop. Don't know his last name. Don't know his real name. Don't know his first name either. I tried to work there my entire life. It was down the street from my house. And I could never get a, he would never let me work there because I think I I, be- I believe that there were some registered sex offenders working there. Because um, I tried to apply to a job just folding the pizza boxes, and he wouldn't let me. And when I was a baby, my parents used to bring me to the pizza place. And there was a lemon tree uh, hair salon next door. Oh, so shit, Napoli dog. would take, you know, Coop we had a lemon take- tree next to yeah. We had a lemon tree next to Mama Gina's, which yeah. was the cheapest pie you can get in North Belmore, which was also next to Pal Joey's, the only gay bar I have ever seen on Long Island. And God bless. <laughs> Soaped over windows. That's like that. (laughs) Just like so 1990s Long Island felt like a fucking movie you watch about like a trailer park in the 70s now. You know what we had, by the way, which I think is illegal. We had a teen club called Club LOL. We had 18 to party, 21 to drink, 18 to swim, 21 to go under and shit like that. But you could just get some 21 year old would just get you booze or some other 18 year old with a better fake ID. <laughs> what? And it has to be illegal. It's also it's like so, sex trafficking and children, basically. It's so dangerously because I was going at like 15 <laughs> pretending too. to be 18. And then there's 18 year olds pretend to be 21 and they're buying booze. Like, so 18 year olds are giving booze to 15 year olds. This is a, here's, here's something I say about my childhood on Long Island that everyone it always blow it blows their mind. I'm like, I was drinking Friday and Saturday nights every weekend starting in ninth grade. And I was drinking at Bas Mitzvahs in junior high. Yeah. I was stealing Citrone and getting blacked out as a junior high kid. And a multiple of my friends had the same experience. <laughs> it's I can't literally club LOL happened. It was like a what's what's it called? Those like kids play gyms that have like um like, like a, uh ball pits and stuff. Yeah, shit like Discovery Zone and shit yes. like that. Yeah. It was like with like slides and you know weird nets that you jump into. That place during the day was for children. And then at night they turned on the black light. Everything everything went neon. They put in the disco ball and it was Club Jesus. LOL. That's fucking so it's just awesome. Too you know what I mean? That's why you're getting fucked up every weekend because there's no boundaries. The children's playpen was the club LOL. We would just stand in a school parking lot every like or a park every weekend night, no matter how. And it was just like, hopefully we can get beer tonight. Hopefully we can we can get a lot. Hopefully we can get fucked up. Hopefully we can talk to girls and we would frequently get the beer. We would frequently get enough and we would frequently get fucked up, but that's kind of where it would all stop. <laughs> yeah. One night we were like, you know what? It's not drunk driving. Oh no. Oh no. It's not drunk driving. If the car isn't on. 
So you just so <laughs> shunned it off pushed, while driving? <laughs> pushed the car in neutral, got in the car, and then someone was pushing the Chevy Tahoe down the hill. That's uh, we used to have a rule that if you were driving drunk, you have to turn and lean out the window and go, I'm going to live forever before you pulled <laughs> no! out. Just in case you did die in the car accident, it would have been hysterical. <laughs> there, my high school also, I mean, I wasn't like totally popular in high school. Oh, no Squirm way. Sarah Squirm. <laughs> Actually, that, my nickname Sarah Squirm came from high school. Like you were saying, like your 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 football coach had a nickname for, for you. Everyone on the track team was so ugly and, and I had, I was just disgusting. So they would call me Squirm and Sherman. And that was my nickname all throughout high school because I was just ugly and weird. <laughs> Well, now look at you. You're beautiful and fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, that's why they the The goose me. became a weirder goose. <laughs> but no one ever, yeah. I always like fantasize. I was like, maybe one day when I become a comedian, all these people will come out of the woodwork from high school and be like, I always had a crush on you. Nothing, none of that fantasy <laughs> I made up in my head. But I was squirm and Sherman because they were disgusted by me. <laughs> <laughs> I was popular. Everyone knew who I was because I have was acting like this since I was like, 14. <laughs> Did I was, you guys have- people didn't like me. I, a lot of people Whoa. hated me, but everyone Whoa. in school knew who I was, including every teacher, because I talked <laughs> to every teacher like they were my friend. I just talked <laughs> like this in class while the other teacher was trying to teach. I was I'm so narcissistic that I was like this high clown. school. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. And I <laughs> I and I wa- I was aiming for it from like ninth grade on. <laughs> did you have did you guys have like the I forget what it was called, like road rules where like all the seniors would do um, like death defying stunts in a scavenger hunt. And like, we had a bunch I, of senior week stuff, like senior prank, senior cut day and, and stuff like that, but not road rules. That's it was called like road rules or something. And it's like, you get 20 points. If you give a blow job behind the Hess gas station <laughs> and like a 30 points, if you got a road rules tattoo and like, <laughs> I like, it's just, deba- I mean, the debauchery is like, I mean, maybe it comes from like, you were saying this, like, like heavy, like cop reinforcement where it's like, yeah, all those kids who are doing these like white Jews doing crimes on the road had the pass in their car from their uncle's son's brother-in-law's sister-in-law and you don't want to give up that power and the best way to keep that power and get 90 grand a year until you retire at 43 (laughs) (laughs) you only gotta do 20 years okay cool (laughs) i'll never forget my dad gets pulled over like speeding around some golf course i don't know where he went and he goes officer officer I wasn't speeding. I was accelerating. (laughs) We used to abuse being Jones Beach lifeguards and go like 100 miles an hour down the Ocean Parkway because cops were not down there, only park uh, (laughs) patrol. And park patrol would just know that we had like the whistle hanging on the from the rearview mirror. So you just had to respect it and be like (laughs) going. I mean, that's where everyone takes their car when they first get their license, too, is you go down to Ocean Parkway because you can go like a hundred miles an hour at night and no one is there. I mean, you could kill a fucking deer and no one would know. <laughs> oh, we have to respect our troops, our boys in red, our lifeguards over here. <laughs> yeah, hey, don't you ever forget, man. You know, we're always on duty. <laughs> Since 9-11, hey. I've been keeping an eye on this ocean. <laughs> Literally Soon as not- 9-11 happened, I signed up for the Jones Beach Lifeguard Corps. <laughs> no, ju- being a li- beach lifeguard is no joke. 
Thank you. That's all I'm ever asking for people to say to me. Literally, you have to what? Run 25 miles in the sand, go get a brick from the bottom of a, a completely sludged black ocean. <laughs> it is physically demanding in a way that makes you feel like you have a real job. And at 17, you're like, I'm truly something special. And that really helped my ego blossom as I went away to college, too. Is and that I effect. was a lifeguard for five years, never saved anyone. In fact, someone almost drowned on my watch. Where, uh, where'd you work? A Lake Success Pool. Again, another Long Island thing. A town called Lake Success. Get over it. <laughs> it's a little much. Honey. I was a pool lifeguard before I became a beach lifeguard for Forest City Pools in, uh, in town of Hempstead. I was a TOH guard for a while. What is and that? I also town of Hempstead. It's just a different uh, jurisdiction. Uh, All right, it's just like a little five town thing. It's like you get a yellow shirt. Off, so. <laughs> and then I worked at Hofstra University as a like oh. indoor lifeguard. <laughs> Wait, what's over the, what's what's near Hofstra Senior Frogs? They're all oh uh no not Senior Frogs, but maybe it is now Senior Frogs, but it was Monterey's uh Crebets and before it was Crebets, it was Bogarts. These are all the bars that were over there. The Hofstra oh, bars. Never forget, you go to a Hofstra basement DIY show to see some Long Island hardcore bands play. Maybe take it back Sunday. See TBS or Jawbreaker or Movie Life. <laughs> go see the Movie Life in a basement and then go to fucking Monterey's after. <laughs> and dude, Blue Oyster Cult is not actually from Long Island. They're from a different kind of island or something like that. Where, where are they from? <laughs> uh I bartended on at a Hofstra bar called McKeebs, owned by one Irish guy and one Jewish guy, so it's why they called it McHeebs. But <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. How <laughs> fucked up is that? They just like, hey, thought it was funny. I was like, okay. I was a bartender there for like three summers. You Fucking probably saw how many people get all their teeth knocked out. I saw a lot of people get their teeth knocked out. I saw a lot of people uh do the plan A before a plan B. And I, I saw a lot. I, I got Working at a trashy college bar like that where everyone is 17 to 23, <laughs> I know so much about body language. I can tell when people are going to fight or fuck from like 100 <laughs> meters away. Just on like energy and like and stances, I could be like, okay, those two are going to fuck. That guy's going to deck that dude. This guy is going to pull a gun on someone. I could just tell. <laughs> I, I, I'm sweating, putting, <laughs> thinking about the, the worst nights of my life have happened in places like that. Yep, same, same. <laughs> the violence, whether it expresses itself or lies dormant, cannot be underestimated. <laughs> um, Sarah, thank you so much for doing oh, High and Mighty. My God. This was thank a blast. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm so glad. Uh, I found met you or learned about you through Brad and Nick, uh, who I are the funniest. And they were like, Oh, do you not know Sarah squirm? She's from long Island. And I was like, well, I got to meet. And I look, found your funny. You're so fucking funny. And so a singular voice. It's so dope that you did the Gino show. Check her out in season two and season three. And season three. Come on. Come on. Fucking Robert Giovanni is going to be there for the boss mitzvahs. Uh, but thank you so much for doing High and Mighty, too. Where can fucking people find you? And uh, uh, you have anything you want to plug? Yeah. You know what I can? What I want to fucking plug, motherfucker? Are you kidding me? You want to know what I want to plug? I made a short. It came out a couple days ago. It's called Sarah Vaccine. You can find it on means.tv. Okay. A lot of people seem to be not be watching it. To I that, watched I say, it. I watched it. Huh? Uh, I, I said I watched it. I fucking enjoyed it. It's fucking what you, it's. It inspired me to. I got the vaccine already. Inspired me to get more vaccines. I'm gonna get more. 
That's good. That's actually good. You should get at least um, 12 or 18. <laughs> How many people do you think got vaccinated on Long Island? 12%. Yeah. <laughs> it was anyone whose jobs required it. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I know every, like my whole family got it, but they're all like teachers and nurses and stuff. Right, so, like, right. God they, bless. They, no hard anti-vaxxers in that crew. Uh, Guess what? But, my headphones aren't working. Can you hear me? That's perfect. <laughs> I can't hear you. God damn it. Well, just continue your plugs. You got this. I can oh, hear, I hear you. Oh, I hear you now. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Again, for the listeners at home, I'm holding my headphone jack into the port because it doesn't work. Um, please watch Sarah Vaccine on Means TV. I don't know what. Do I have to get down on my hands and fucking knees and beg all of you, every single one of you to watch it? I'll do it. I don't care. I'll pay you to watch it. And you can also find me online at Sarah Squirm on all the webs, every you know, we're all over the internet and I'll be on at Sarah's where I'm telling you to please watch the short or else it's going to be a big fucking waste of money. <laughs> Means TV is all about trying to make the money. We know that it's in their lifeblood. <laughs> Thanks for asking what's Means TV. Well, it's a worker owned and operated lefty streaming service. Yes. Check it out. They have, I follow them on Twitter. Wonderful morning news and wonderful vaccine specials. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast, John Gabrus. You can find uh, my podcast, Hi, I'm Heidi, on all podcasts, wherever you find your podcast, wherever you find your podcast, Stitcher Premium, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Wherever you can find a podcast, you can seek me out. <laughs> Just search deep inside oneself and find that podcast, and I'll be there talking. This has been Sarah Squirm. Squirm out. <laughs> Dear Diary. Love, Sarah Squirm. That's how you end all your podcasts. Dear Diary, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wrote all that. That's uh, fucked up. You had to hear this, but unfortunately I lived it. Love, Gabris. Dear Diary, I got this diary at the Scholastic Book Fair at my school. Oh, I got this in a poster that just says Lamborghini with a picture of a car. <laughs> I got this in a F-15 Tomcat fighter jet poster for the six bucks my mom let me have that day. I lied on my reading list and said I read 25 books just so I would get the fuzzy pen. <laughs> <laughs> now I have the fuzzy pen and I can't write. I don't know. I don't know letters. Everyone's on to me. But dude, my mom got me a spy kit for Hanukkah and now I got a black light. I'm using it in my little brother's room. I'm finding some weird stuff. So, so many stains everywhere. <laughs> Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy man. shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. Immensely irregular. <laughs> now, somewhere... Somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to like see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. Yeah. There's some yeah. sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. bam, bam, bam. There's a new game in town. You 
wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room <laughs> Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.